Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you. On a Wednesday morning, thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru or to the walk-up window over there at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or, of course, Brupolo over in Tupelo. And if you can't make it to either one of those locations, they make it easy for you to have Strange Brew Coffee House at home. No matter what kind of coffee machine you own, there's a Strange Brew Coffee available for you at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, including the great new K-Cups, which are back in stock and, and flying off the shelves as fast as ever. So whatever you want to do, wherever you live, you can get Strange Brew Coffee delivered to your door. Our friends at College Corner want to see you in some new gear this season. Baseball season less than a month away now. Turn Time to return to Duty Noble, and when you do it, do it in style. Head over to College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com and grab some new merchandise, whether it's for you, for your car, for your home, or just for whoever. If it's maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Humble Taco wants to welcome you to Starkville the next time you're up here. When you're looking for something different and delicious, that's the place to go with Humble Taco. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Your favorite southern classics turned into Mexican favorites. They are great. It's great stuff. It's a great time every time out there. This spring, that place is going to be so, so fun with the big patio, with the great weather. So go out there, have a great margarita, some chips and salsa, and some tacos like you've never had before at Humble Taco. If you're looking for a great lunch, make it really easy on yourself. Download the Firehouse Subs app, place your order, and then you can be in, out, and done in just a matter of moments. And you're piling up reward points every time you place an order with Firehouse Subs. Great subs there, great people. The people are always so friendly right when you walk in the door and they take care of you. Firehouse Subs got locations in Starkville, Oxford, Tupelo, Columbus, uh, Flowood, and Madison. When you're looking for lunch, think Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk. Hello. In studio with me today. Yep. And it's it's Rumblings Day, so that's good. We did the Rumblings over the phone last week, and that's just not it's just not the same. Well, it was over Zoom. That's what I mean. Though, yeah, the phone is can be anything, any main of communication at, at this point. I think the thing about Zoom is there's like a slight delay, mm-hmm. so we talk over each other a little more than usual, mm-hmm. and it's just not the same when we have this energy when we're in the same room. There you go. We kind of feed off each other a little better. There you go. We'll see what we can do here. Plus, I actually take a shower yeah. before coming to the You look presentable. Studio. That's right. Normally, I see you on there. I'm like, my God. I look like Hook. Yeah, like who? That was a good one. That made me laugh. It's true, though. It is. It is true. It is true. Without the abs. Without, yeah, no abs. Yeah, but sure. All right, let's start it off. Taylor Ball 
Love a good food question to start us off. Favorite game day snacks, bacon burnt ends or bacon wrapped jalapenos? Uh, burnt ends would be I've never mine. had the bacon burnt ends. I've had pork um, belly burnt ends. I've had some before. I guess there's bacon oh, wrapped. I have had bacon burnt ends before. Is bacon wrapped, I guess? No, no, bacon. It's chunk it's a, bacon. Okay, so it's actually... I've, I've never had... I've had the bacon wrapped jalapenos. I have had bacon burnt ends. Bacon wrapped jalapenos are one of my favorite appetizers, but if you can get bacon burnt ends, that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to try that for yeah. sure. Queso with or without meat? What kind of question is this? I mean, I like queso just how it is, mm-hmm. but it is significantly better with sausage in it. Yeah, we're having ke- ke- some smoked queso this weekend. Oh, yes. For the Royal Rumble uh, get together. Oh, yes. So, and it will have I can't some, wait. Ch- some chorizo in it, yeah. Do we know who's coming to this? We need to sit down. And we, we're, you and I, you said you want to go get lunch. We're going to have to hash this we, out. We're going to get because I got to know how much to cook. That's right. So, uh, wings, dry rub or sauce? I like both. I like both. That's a tough question. It depends on what the sauce is. Yeah. You know, I, I love barbecue. Mm-hmm. Buffalo. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah I'll, I'll eat that. Um, teriyaki? I, I'm not as much of Ooh, a teriyaki okay. fan. I would rather have lemon Marlo- pepper. Parmesan? Uh, I haven't had that oh. as much. But, uh, so, you know, lemon pepper is really good. It's a dry rub, yeah. Um, I guess fried wings wouldn't count as a dry so, rub, would they? No, no. So what I'm saying is <clears throat> it depends on how. If, I, if I'm getting fried, like if I go to a restaurant, I want wings with sauce, but when I cook on the on the when I cook wings on the grill, I sometimes I pretty much don't sauce them. I just I just put a dry rub on them. Yeah, let it go from there. So, well, I do I do dry rub and then I add sauce at the end of when I'm when I'm about to pull them off, I add some sauce on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Wings need sauce most of the they time. They do. They do. But there you go. All right, Linton Gilmer wants to know. He wasn't able to make it to a game last season, hoping to make it to one this year. What home series? Do you expect it to be the most entertaining? I mean, if I had to pick one, you got to think it's LSU, right? That's always a great yes, series. But, well, but it hasn't been good to Mississippi State Don't here. come in expecting to win the series, but... That's crazy, by the way. The way they I mean, dominated here? They just have not been able to find a way to win here. Is it an 06? Is that right? I think that's right. Last 06 or 08? Series. It's 06 or 08. Yeah. It might have been 08. It might have been the year that they made it to number one. Wasn't that 08? No, that wasn't 08. That, that was 06. It, it was 06. That's the last time State won the series here in Starkville. Meanwhile, I mean, they've won they've three won, series. They've won two or three since then at year. LSU, including last year. Yeah, so it's uh, that that would seem like an impossible place mm-hmm. to win, but it's been easier for Mississippi State to win there than here. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. It's one of the great things in sports, but and this year will be even tougher. Yeah, and I wouldn't suggest Super Bulldog Auburn. Not a particularly great opponent, and it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't know. I I, I would definitely go. Tennessee's coming here, right? That's at the end of the season. That's going to be a fun. That series. should be fun. So, but I would go LSU. That's the one yeah. I would pick. Also, he wants to know: Will Chelsea pass Liverpool and Man City and win the league? No chance of that happening. No chance. Agree. I'm glad because you're right. All right, Colt Weezy, Colton Watson wants us to rank these animals that many people haven't heard of: the pangolin, the axolotl, the coelacanth, and the cassowary. Yes. Okay, so I don't know what an axolotl is, so let's look that up. I need to know what that is. Axolotl. It's an amphibian. Oh, that's cute. It's a cute little salamander. Oh. Okay. So, pangolin's number one for me. What's a pangolin? It's like a... It's, like uh, it's kind of like a muskrat, but it's armored. Okay. 
You find them in Asia. Plus, if you watch the South Park COVID special, oh, the pangolin is just kind of funny. I've got to watch that. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I know I, I see Lacanth in a cassowary above. A cassowary is like a giant ostrich. Okay. That's a vicious bird, I believe. They'll peck you to death. No, they'll. Uh, am I right? About, yeah, no, they'll 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 kick you in the head. Look look at the size of these things. Look at this thing. Look at that. I think I'll kick you in the head. Yeah. Mix look, between look, a peacock look, look, and a look. Look at, look at the talons. Look at the talons on the. It's got razor sharp talons. That's like a mix between a turkey and a peacock, and an ostrich. It's crazy what how all these things then, have kind of evolved from different species. Let's have a look at the coelacanth. It's kind of like the the type of dogs that that happen when two yeah. dogs mate. Some of these animals that just come from other oh, things are fish. are wild. Okay, so let's have a look at this. That's a coelacanth. That's, that's just it's a fish. I think it's like the fish that kind of can live on land for a little bit. I could be wrong about that. So I'm going to rank that last. So I'm going to go pangolin, cassowary, axolotl, coelacanth. Um, it works I'm, for you? I'm with you. All sure. Right, also, a sports question here. What's the most likely? State beats Texas Tech or loses by 20-plus? To uh, Texas Tech? Yeah. I think it uh, loses by 20-plus, I'll be honest. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be a little surprised by that. I think State will put up a better fight than that. I'd be very surprised if they won, though. Yeah. I mean, good question. Um, yeah, I mean, losing by 20-plus, I guess, would, would surprise me least mm-hmm. because State has a tendency at times to just completely fall apart yeah. in games like that. So maybe so. All right. There's a guy that you have muted that asked a question. Who is that? Rick. Rick Abel? Sure. Is it R-A-B-E-L? Yes. What do you ask? He asked, uh, top three restaurants in Starville not in business any longer. Not in business any longer. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I never ate at Richie's, so I can't ever say anything about it. I loved Richie's. I know people have talked about it in the past. They used to be like our weekend spot. Yeah. That was Big Daddy's spot. Yeah. Um, you really never ate at Richie's? Never ate there the whole time I was here. I can't really? Remember. I know. I know. I, I just never did. Have you been to the Golden Horn? Like the one out on 82? Yeah. yeah. Very similar. Okay. I th- well, actually, I, I think that was, that was his dad. I'm I think go, that was his restaurant. I'll put the Gold... You remember the Golden Harvest? The buffet? Yes. That needs to be on the list. That was a good place to eat. Is that Was that over where Quincy's was? No. Quincy's is on the list, though. Quincy's is on the list. Absolutely. Golden Harvest is where La Terraza is now. Okay. I remember hearing about that, but I don't remember going there, but I do remember Quincy's. Quincy's has got to be on the list for sure. Um, and I, you know, I'm not old enough to remember like Max Supper Club and, you know, the uh, all, all of those places from the 60s and 70s. Um, Quincy's is on the list. I'm trying to think my way up and down 12. Um, Shoney's? No. Come on. <laughs> Good for breakfast. Shoney's there. Breakfast Buffet, man. Yeah. I didn't really care for Wasson's. I thought it was okay. It was okay. It Fish place. Great. It wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, I liked Penn's when it was open. Um, yeah, but that's kind of like a chain. It is a chain, though, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Quincy's is definitely on my list and Richie's. Yeah. I don't know what the third one would be. I mean, because most of these places are 
have been around for yeah. a while and they're still yeah. here. There hasn't the, been a ton. The Blue have, Goose was a good sandwich place. I enjoyed that. Bull, I know it's still the same, but it's not. Bulldog Deli is something that was open and is not open anymore. Peppers is not Bulldog Deli. No, not Bulldog Deli was better. That's what I'm going with. I'm going Golden Harvest, Quincy's, and Bulldog Deli. <clears throat> Chris Johnson asks, who are your top five NFL quarterbacks of the 80s? Are you able to answer this? Uh, Probably not with, okay. with uh, so any kind of certainty. One. Joe no Montana is probably going to be the best player no on that list. Elway is two. Marino is three. You could switch Marino and Elway. Elway hadn't, didn't win a Super Bowl in the 80s, so you could probably, I would put Marino, too, now that I think about it. Uh, Elway... Okay. Um, Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. I know, and, and Marino's stats are better than Elway's. So in the '80s, especially. Yeah, but then Elway won two in the '90s. Um, just thinking, I'm trying to think of like you know teams that went to the Super Bowl back then. You know, Phil Simms is probably going to be on the list. The Giants. Yeah, and then. Trying to think like who the quarterbacks were. You know, I just don't remember a lot of those guys. Like, you know, the Saints didn't have anybody, the Falcons didn't have anybody. There's not a Chiefs quarterback. Maybe Dave Craig from the Seahawks. Yeah. War- no, no. Warren Moon. Warren, Warren Moon. Moon. Warren Moon gets on that list. Who who's your guys in the nineties? Elway. Jim Kelly. Steve Young. Steve Young. Jim, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Favre. Brett Favre. Um, Steve McNair. He was back in the 90s, though. Yeah, my, He was early 2000s yeah, where I mean, he really kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put Steve McNair on one of the quarterback of the 2000s. For the 90s, it would be Elway, Favre, uh, Steve Aikman, Young. Troy Aikman. Aikman would have to be on Yeah, I mean, you got a lot, a lot of options there. That was, that was a great time yeah. football. Yeah. yeah. He went to my five running backs for the 80s as well. Walter Payton is the clear and obvious number one. Yep. Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. Uh-huh. Uh, John Riggins would probably be on that list. John uh, Riggins. Yeah. Great player. Um, Washington, right? Yeah. Um, trying to think my way around the league at that time. Like, I don't think Joe Morris played enough to be on that list. Um, Freeman McNeil. Maybe from the Jets. Um, so Barry Sanders wouldn't have gotten in the league until '89. So that's yeah, he was a '90s guy. Yeah, he's definitely a '90s guy. Um, uh, Kurt Warner at uh, with the Seahawks is a different Kurt Warner, but Kurt Warner. Um, who did the Raiders have back then? I mean, Bo Jackson, kind of. Yeah, Marcus. No, no, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen's on that list. Marcus Allen for sure. There you go. It's, it's that's a, that's a I mean that's I, we could debate these things all day. That's a good question though. Uh, JB Holloway asks, looking back on the season, it was how many more games state the state win with f- consistent field goal kicking? I feel we missed out on a special season because of how poor the kicking situation was. I mean, you can easily pin Arkansas. Arkansas they win that ball game. Memphis and LSU. Yeah, probably three more wins. L- LSU's questionable, but that well, they missed played the field goal and it. lost by three. Yeah, um, really, Memphis. The biggest thing I thought was if they just kick the extra points instead of going yeah, for two. No, I mean, that's, that's a whole different. Thing. And they they did miss a field goal in that game, and they didn't kick a field goal when they probably should have yep. when they were inside the five. Mm-hmm. 
So the special teams really special teams killed them against LSU and Memphis, mm-hmm. and Arkansas field goal, field goal kicking, kicking killed them. But three three games right there. If you play clean special teams, you win all three of those games, and you win you're not ten game nine or ten games. Yeah, you win. You're ten and two. Oh my god. Yeah. You go into the Egg Bowl ten and one though. You'd be really <sighs> mad about losing that game. Yeah, I mean you're playing potentially for the SEC. No, you would have lost Alabama. You lost so. Alabama. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably not. You, you don't get a playoff spot, but you get you get where Ole Miss was. You know, Sugar Bowl sugar or bowl better. Or, you know, Ole Miss might have gone to the Sugar by beating you, but you're still going to like the Peach Bowl or something like that. Yeah. God. All right. It's nuts. Miller Time says, "How likely is it that the student section gets moved courtside <clears throat> once the hump is renovated? When you look at the the the, the pictures, it looks like they're they're doing something like that. They really need to. Yeah. They they've got to help." Students are what drives college basketball atmosphere. They've got to incorporate the students in a better way. I mean, I get the the fact that you have to make money and it's all about, you know, where people are sitting now and all that stuff, but people are hardly coming to these games anyway. Right. I mean, just I understand that the bottom line is money. But what good is it doing your program if you're just collecting money and you got no one in the seats? I, I don't I don't understand the thought process behind all that there's a way to to incorporate the the big money boosters and finding a good spot for them while also changing the atmosphere at the hump for the better and i think the best way to do that is putting those those um students courtside Mm -hmm. it's just a great visual it's a it's a it's really good for the atmosphere it's got to happen right now you you can barely see the students at all when they're there and um, you know, you putting have, them behind the goal on the opposite end in the in the second half, they're yeah. on the opposite end of the court. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Great. And then any situation where it has students in the upper concourse is uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So they got to make some changes to that for sure. And then it says, what can be done to address the courtside season tickets that stay empty every game? I don't know how you address that because those people want to buy tickets. You're certainly not going to tell them no. But it is ridiculous that these same tickets behind the basket. Or behind the uh, the the home bench are empty every game. I haven't seen somebody sitting in those middle sections. Yeah, for years. Yeah, they're just buying tickets and staying home. I mean, yeah. here's my donation. Just give me those seats. I'll never come to the games. I mean, what sense like does that could, make? You can give those tickets away. You can. I, I want to. F- I, I would find out who is sitting there and how many times they're there. Yeah, and tell them. If you don't give these tickets to someone else and have someone sit in these seats, mm-hmm. we'll move on to somebody else yeah. that wants them. Like, we, we can find somebody that wants to buy these tickets. There's got to be somebody out there that will buy those tickets. Yeah. Some, sometimes you just got to, you know, yeah, something's got to be, be a little bit of a jerk and be like, look, if you're not going to come to the games, we don't want you to buy the tickets. Yeah. They, they have to improve the atmosphere there because it's sinking yeah. below, you know, it's, some of the better atmospheres yeah. in the SEC. And it's yeah. that's not how it used to be. No, I agree. Norm asked, Brian, if you could pick any actor to play Batman, who would it be? I mean, I would just go back to Christian Bale. I thought he was fantastic. I think I thought he was great. Although I'm, I'm excited for the, uh, the the Batman coming out in a, in a couple months. So with the guy from the, the from Twilight from Twilight and the yeah. Cologne commercials. Yes, I'm excited. We'll see how mm-hmm. they. You know what? I, I wasn't sure about Christian Bale. I wasn't sure about Heath Ledger as the Joker. I wasn't sure about Ben Affleck as Batman. They all were good. So. Well, the um, the the previews look for fantastic. this Batman look awesome. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm starting to jump on board here. There you go. Robbie, what is your favorite song to play on the guitar? 
Uh, Interstate Love Song. Really? Yeah. Okay. I need to see that on YouTube. You need to, you it, to play it for me. It's on Facebook. All right, I'll find it. I recorded it one day on Facebook. Right. Uh, let's see here. Carson Clark, who is the player that nobody's talking about that's going to make the biggest impact this baseball season? Hmm. I feel like it might be um, either one of the freshmen. Um, Alford or Hines. Just a slight Alford or Hunter Hines mm-hmm. or some pitcher. So, I, But I can't really put – maybe hit, Casey Hunt. The pitcher is whoever the closer is. Whoever yeah. replaces Landon Sims as the closer was going to have a huge impact. If it's Casey Hunt, maybe Parker Stinnett, yeah. one of those guys. As far as a batter goes – you know, we talk about the power that State's been bringing back, and we keep bringing up Hancock and Tanner and Cam James and Combus and Kellen Clark. And then there's R.J. Yeager. Brought 13 home runs with him from Samford. Yeah. Chances are, I mean. Mercer. From Mercer, yeah, I'm sorry. If he can come in and give you that kind of production, you get, you know, basically Foscue level And you've power. upgraded his second base. Scotty DeBrule did not have that Have any power. power. Yeah, so that that's a guy to keep an eye on. I've said that the the potential is there for this lineup to be completely unforgiving one through nine. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be many holes there if everybody performs how you hope they perform. There's not going to be many guys there. Maybe Jess Davis or Braylon Skinner, whoever's in center field, mm-hmm. will be a guy that you can have a little bit of relief against. Mm-hmm. But there's not going to be a whole lot of guys in there that you can say. I can throw one right down the middle right here and make him hit it. Right. You know, there's going to there's gonna be a lot of players in this lineup that could very easily hit a tank mm-hmm. over the lofts, you know. Yeah. Uh, Steve wants to know, I am convinced the Saints need to go get Minshew this offseason. He seems like he'd be a younger version of Drew Brees. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't agree that he's a younger version of Drew Brees because Drew Brees was good from the first day in the NFL. Whereas Minshew has been good, but he hasn't been that good. Well, I think he just thinks like a shorter guy. I mean, I, I see the comparison, yeah. Yeah. That said, the Saints aren't going to do that. They're going to stick with Winston, maybe draft a quarterback, and sort of go from there. Ooh. Yeah. You know, everybody sh- shakes their head about Winston. The Saints were 5-2 and two when he got no, hurt. No, they were fine, but I, they I were, just... They were in control of the division. Remember, he got hurt against when they beat Tampa Bay. They were in first place. No, I, I, I agree, but I don't. I think that your ceiling is significantly lower with him at quarterback than if you had a legit franchise Well, yeah, if you go out and get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, yeah, for sure. But I but think... Yeah, there, that's, there's an opportunity to do that. But Minshew isn't those guys. No, but you said that oh, they were going to stick what with... I, what I think they're going to do. Yeah, if they get an opportunity to get Russell Wilson, they should take it, for sure. I'm praying to God, and I know we mentioned yesterday he doesn't care about sports, mm-hmm. but I'm praying... Maybe you should try the other guy. <laughs> no. I'm a preacher, son. What are you thinking? I'm, I'm just saying. Um, I'm, you, I'm praying that... you think that, that Big Daddy would make a deal with the devil for Aaron Rodgers to be a stealer? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, I think my dad would be perfectly fine with watching Mason Rudolph if that was the case. I, I you know, I, I don't know if my eyes can take another eighteen games or, or so of Mason Rudolph. I, I don't know if I could take it. Um, so I, I need something to happen here in the off season. I need Aaron Rodgers to come on board. I need uh, Russell Wilson. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to happen. He feels like. If that feels like, you know, nobody really wants to touch him right now, and also the the Texans are going to be asking a ton, an unreasonable a ton. amount. Yeah, no doubt. 
All right, uh, Carter Bentley. When the time comes to close the doors on the hump forever, I think the best place for a replacement would be McCarthy Gym. It's century located. Half the building is condemned, and they have plans for a new building for all the departments located in there. What else would be a good spot for a new arena when the time comes? Did they? Aren't they tearing down McCarthy Gym? Yeah, he's saying put, if we ever put a new basketball arena up, put it there. I don't think you want to have it there. I don't think there's enough room. Well, there's not enough room, and also they want to keep things kind of like all of the except for Davis Wade. Everything is within, you know, dry, you know, a golf cart distance of each other, right? You got the Hump, Duty Noble, Newsfield, Track, Tennis. They're all right there. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people don't remember this, but there was a a thing called it was called like the twenty year plan for Mississippi State, and there's a map of what they thought came. This came out in like the early two thousands, I want to say. And it was a map of what they thought MSU would look like in the future. And there was a giant new basketball arena where Hull Hall is, right there on Bell Island next to the football stadium. Mm-hmm. And it, they called it the comma because it looked like a comma from the sky. It was like this big circle, and then it like trailed off into smaller buildings. It was kind of weird looking, but obviously that is not going to happen. I have I've said it before. I really think State should just knock the hump down and, and start over. I don't know how you're going to get a brand new – feel from an older building, but we'll see what they do there. Yeah, you're but obviously they, I mean, they don't want to they don't you know with the practice facility being there, they don't want to knock the hump down. So I don't know I don't know what you could do because I don't know if you could knock that down and build a new arena in that spot. Right. Just a few months later. Yeah. I mean it, it would be you you're like you start work the at the beginning of March basically. Yeah. And you gotta be done by November. I mean they did that with Duty Noble, but they that was a two year Deal. Well, you can't really play in an indoor arena while, while it's under construction. Whereas you could with the outdoor arena. The only thing you could do is make sure that the structure's built and there are seats in there. Yeah. And you finish most of the concourse and everybody can go through like yeah. one or two spots. Yeah. It'd be diff- no, the, no, you're no, just going to have to gut out the hump yeah, and, and renovate it. Yeah. I mean, the, the structure itself is still fine. Yeah. It's still it's a fine facility. I, I, don't, I don't like the bricks. Mm-hmm. In comparison to some of the other buildings, because mm-hmm. they kind of have a uniformed uh, brick situation now. Yeah, but you know, other than that, I mean, the hump itself is fine. Mm-hmm. You just have to. Yeah, it needs to be. You have to re- renovate it. We'll see how it goes. I'm interested to see what the final product looks like compared to like the Pavilion and compared to like the Auburn Arena and these. New I definitely ones. think you should scale down. Oh yeah, for sure. The the days of you know routinely getting ten thousand, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So happens. scale it down. Get to get to you know seventy five hundred, eight thousand fans. Have some good luxury seats, mm-hmm. good concourse, and go from there. Yeah. Brogan Fairchild says you're on a road trip with Mike Leach, and you can't talk football. What are you talking about? Well, first off, this I is, wouldn't talk football. This is exactly. I mean, why would I? Why would I want to talk football with Mike Leach? There's so many other interesting topics. I mean, literally, I'm mean, like, Coach, what do you want to talk about? I'm, I'm not. I don't even. You know, I don't. I, you lead the conversation. I think we're going to listen to some true crime podcasts. I think For that's sure. what we're going to do. Well, I think instead of listening to true true crime podcasts, y'all should just discuss. Yeah, we could great cases of true crime. I think that probably would be the case. Yeah. Just turn the music off, turn the volume down, let's just talk about yeah. the, um, I don't know, the O.J. Simpson trial or something. Oh, let's, I bet he's got thoughts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How much money would it take for you to do all three of the following Winter Olympic events? Skeleton, ski jumping, and freestyle aerial skiing. So I have a different kind of answer to this. I wouldn't, there, there is no amount of money. I would die. 
any one of these three events, if I do them, I'm going to die. You think? I mean, you've seen Skeleton, right? Yes. I'm going to die. Yeah. Why, so what difference does it make what kind of money I get? You know, the guy that um, is in the the new Marvel. And it's, it's not Marvel. I don't. Well, maybe it is Marvel. The Moon Knight is that yeah. Marvel? Um, didn't he die the other day? Skink. That guy? I don't know if it's that guy, but he's in the in the show. Oh, now you got to make me look. I have no idea. I, I think he died the other day skiing. He's like he was like thirty seven years old. You're, somebody did. I don't know who. I don't know if it's that guy. Gaspar Uliel. Let's see who. He, I don't know who this guy is. He was supposed to be in Moon Knight, dead at thirty seven. Yeah, I'm not doing any of these things. So no, <coughs> you can keep your money. I'm not doing them. Mangum Cafe asks, can you sing the last line of this song? You ready? If you're ever down in Georgia around about July, if you ain't in a hurry, then you ought to stop by. I can guarantee you're going to have a ball. Do you know it? No. Learning how to do the watermelon crawl. Oh. That sounds like something for um, Ben, ben, ben Wade. Ben and- definitely known that, yeah. And Logan Lowry. Yeah. What is the best fast food sweet tea? Uh, I don't usually get sweet tea at fast food, but I, Canes is up there. Canes? Does Peppers slash McCallister yeah, count? That, that, if, if, like those the are on the, if those are, are on the list, yeah. then it's definitely McAllister's. Yeah. Milo's but, over in Alabama? Because they, you know, they serve Milo's tea. So. Yeah. My, mine would be either Canes or... Um, Pepper, I mean, uh, McAllister's. But the real answer is like gas station restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Justin Strawn, who didn't like, I almost shouldn't ask your questions, Justin. I'm very disappointed in this. I mean, what are you doing? You you left the door open and somebody came in. We had somebody else do it too later in the the day. I'm really disappointed. So, complete the following sentence. If Mississippi State's baseball team wants to repeat as national champions, blank has to have a big year. Um, I'm gonna say Landon Sims. Yeah, that's, that's the easy and the. You need Friday answer. night to be locked down. Yeah, you need your starter to come out there every Friday night, and you feel like you can beat anybody in the country. Yeah, it's crazy how much. I mean, State was a better overall team throughout the season in 2019, and the big reason for that was because Ethan Small anchored Fridays for you. Yeah, the 2021 team was a really good team that just got hot at the right moment. Agree. Uh, if you had to pick your favorite character out of any television show or movie that wasn't the star of the show, who would you pick? Uh, Pauly. That's a good Sopranos. pick. That's a really good pick. Um, trying to think if there's anybody even close for me. I was thinking like Breaking Bad. I love Mike. Yes. Mike is really good. Well, Better Call Saul, too, but I guess yeah. he's, he's more of a main character. He's more of a main character on Better Call Saul, yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Brian McDuff, what do you think Adam Cole says to himself as he's walking to the ring? Talks he's, about how great he he's is. He's talking about how great he is, exactly. He's like, look at me. I'm the king of all this. All the people are here to see me. I'm Adam Cole, baby. I used to love to try to figure out what Stone Cold was saying when he was w- yeah. walking to the ring. Yeah. Just calling somebody Who? a piece of trash. Oh, you know who he is. I don't know who. Yeah, you know you got upset last night when I tweeted a gif. You of tr- a picture of that curtain jerker. 
that jabron, <laughs> that ham and egger. He's your yeah. friend. I, he's actually not my friend. Uh, well, yeah. My friends wouldn't block me on Twitter. Do you think that coaches that are friends discuss their rosters and potential needs and steer players deep on the depth chart to those schools? Uh, I think that's happened before. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I mean, remember Mark Rick advised Jamar Chaney to go to Mississippi, Mississippi State because he wanted to. He said Coach Croom will take care of you there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that definitely happens for sure. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, Arthur wants to know. It's my buddy Art Smith. What description of the baseball team? Artie. You, yeah. Uh, Artie, how's your rash? Uh, what description of the baseball team do you prefer? Defending national champions or reigning national champions? Reigning, reigning defending. Yes, the, both combined is best, but you're reigning, defending, NCAA national champions. Right. Reigning is, is if you only pick one, I would go reigning. Why not both? If you can only pick one. Okay. If you have to pick one. So, all right, now we're into the Rakia Jackson stuff. By oh, the way, God. she quit the team. <coughs> Don't say she quit, though. Evidently, she'll get mad at yeah, you. We'll just skip over that. Yeah. Jay in Baltimore. Number, best player in the SEC is gone. Friday night guy has never started. Saturday and Sunday starter is TBD. Only one returning starter hit over 300 in 2021. Ranked 3, 4, 6, and 9 by the national polls. Which one do you think is most accurate? I think he's referring to MSU baseball, just for the record. Um, you'll have to repeat all of the choices there. Well, no, there's lost. not choices. All right. So okay. He's saying, you know, let's let's make it more specific. Tanner Allen is gone. Yes. Landon Sims has never started. Saturday, Sunday starters, TBD. Only one returning starter in the lineup hit over 300 last year. But they're ranked three, four, six, and nine by the national polls. Which of those rankings do you think is the most accurate? Okay, which ranking is the most accurate? Yeah. Three. Yeah, I think. I mean... This team is loaded with talent. Well, everybody else in the top five we talked a little bit about it the other mm-hmm. day, with the exception of Texas, I think, has some major question marks too. So I think that's kind of the, the line of thinking is these other schools have them as well. Um, State has, in my opinion, more potential than... Arkansas on the mound and Ole Miss and LSU on the mound. I feel like State has more pieces there, more proven pieces. And that could be the difference. But I feel like their lineups could be better than Mississippi State's. But I think the difference is going to be who pitches it and plays defense well enough down the stretch. we got to pick two and leave one from our friend Gil Manclang. Apollo Creed, Clubber Lang, and Ivan Drago. I mean, I don't know what the what is why are we picking them who who's the toughest who's i guess yeah if you like um i'm gonna go with mr t probably you're gonna leave him yeah yeah so you're gonna pick apollo creed and ivan drago yeah okay i can live with that i like apollo and drago is an absolute machine i agree i agree josh allen patrick mahomes joe burrow Ooh. Oof. um God, that's a hard one because they they all, I think, are just absolute machines like Drago. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, seems there seems to be like something missing with him. He's probably the most talented of all three of those, but there's something missing. I don't know if it's... I don't know. It's not his fault they lost that game. I, not the other night, but there's, there's times where he just kind of like 
just disappears think, a little I bit. I think you're letting Josh Allen's college career. No, no, no. I'm talking about strictly his NFL career. I mean, he's been really good. I, if he I has to, been really good, but Mahomes is... Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And Joe Burrow, I feel like everywhere he goes now, he, yeah, everything he, he touches elevates. turns yeah. to gold. I mean, the, the Bengals were god-awful. I'm going to go... You're, I think I'm going to go with you on this. So Josh Allen's the guy I'm leaving out. But they're they're all great. There's no wrong yeah. answer. Yeah. Golden Retriever, Labrador, German Shepherd. Uh, German Shepherd, I think. A little too vicious for a little you. A little too vicious. The other two can... Well, I mean, the German Shepherd you can train to be cuddly. and yeah. It's it's all about who the owners are on yeah, these dogs. No doubt. No doubt. But, you know, I, I love a Golden Retriever, mm-hmm. and I love a Lab. So I'm going to leave the German Shepherd. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Philly cheesesteak, shrimp po' boy, Cubano. What's Cubano? A Cuban sandwich? I haven't had one of those. So that's the one that's out? Yeah. yeah. I don't really want a shrimp po', po boy either, but... A major ingredient of the Cubano is pickles, so it's out. Now that you mention it. Yeah, I know. Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles, sticks. The Eagles. I am surprised you said that because we totally agree. Yeah. I am not a huge Eagles guy. I like the Eagles. They're okay. I like some of their songs. I like them slightly better than I like the Rolling Stones. So um, you don't like the Rolling Stones. That's weird. But Sticks, I grew up burning up their Steelers records. thing, too. Yeah, it is. Renegade. It's Renegade. Which, which might be one of the coolest things I've ever experienced mm-hmm. at a game. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's waving their towels when they hit Renegade. And it's like the game is over. After that, like you, you have no chance of scoring. Like it's, it, it's like the extra like nice boost that gets you over the hump. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Dear old state asks, will the women's basketball team win another game this season? Yeah, I think there's a, a chance. I mean, I'm not counting them out to kind of rally here and. To be quite honest, they played better without Rakia Jackson in those first two SEC games than they have since. So I think, I think there was definitely a a uh, a little bit of a rift there between mm-hmm. Rakia and some other players, and it's been kind of building over uh, several weeks. And I think that has really disrupted some positive momentum that they had. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to, to call her out or, or anything like that, but I just feel like there was there was a lot of tension between certain players on the team and Rakia. Um, and I, who knows what happens. You know, the, I, there's still some opportunities out there. You know, Missouri is a beatable team. Kentucky is a beatable team. Um, I'm trying to think who else they could possibly – you know, Arkansas comes here. They weren't that. I wasn't that impressed with them the other day, even mm-hmm. though they won pretty handedly. But you know, there's there's some opportunities out there. I thought this team would win t- maybe five or six SEC games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a lot tougher now. Uh, let's see here. And then also, he asked, "Do you think Schaefer feels the least bit guilty over what has happened to the program since he bolted?" I don't think guilty is the right word. I, I'm sure a part of him kind of hurts to see it. I think disappointed is, is the right word. Yeah. But like if he's like, man, I shouldn't have left, no. No, I don't think he I don't think he regrets leaving. No, I agree. All right, let's see here. Jeremy Murdoch asks, I just showed my kids Back to the Future for the first time. Given the chance, 
Would you travel to the past or the future, and what period would you visit? The past. I don't want to see the future. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to know. I just want things to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm a I'm a big history guy too, so I would want to go see certain things in history that I've read about and watched on documentaries and things like that and movies. I would love to go back in time and see. I don't want to experience like I've watched the show uh, Outlander. Mm-hmm. Where they go back to like the old like Scots days, and in England, and I like I don't want to experience those times where like you know you're like uh, pooping in a bucket and stuff and things like that. I don't want to experience that. I just want to kind of stand off in the distance and watch for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like I, well, I don't want to eat like a uh, you know a raw boar or something. No, no, you know, no. Like I, no. my stomach is not prepared to try to digest something that hasn't been cured yeah all right uh also from jeremy murdoch start bench cut skydive scuba dive high dive skydive you have to, you're, you're gonna what are you doing with oh it? sorry i i was i had my mind yeah, back two. in gill man yeah, yeah. uh i'm gonna start high dive i'm going to Bench, scuba dive, and I'm going to cut skydive. I'm going to go completely the opposite here. I'm going to start skydive. You're going to skydive? Which is weird because I'm scared of heights. I'll get to that in a second. I'm going to bench, scuba dive, and I'm going to cut high dive. I feel like with high dive, that honestly feels like the most likely to hurt myself. Well, just do the pencil. Just like hold just, your legs and down and just, down. yeah, you don't I have to actually like it's die. Gonna, I feel like it's going to go, and I feel like just looking down. I, I, I'm gonna get into my own head and, and freak out. I've had a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. They were at they were in Louisville on a mm-hmm. high dive, hit their head on the back yeah. of, the back of their head on the water. Yeah, and nobody knew that yeah. they that they it knocked them out. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Skydive it feels like it's you know as long as the parachute opens you got no worries. Yeah, and then scuba dive. But that's I, a big scuba dive is actually a little nervy to me because I mean being underwater. Could, could go bad. And I, I, it's not like legally I could scuba dive anyway. I'm way too fat. But is I, that a thing? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. You can, you know, you can't only, you got to be in good shape to scuba dive. Uh, the, you have like oxygen I'm just to saying, breathe into. Just and All right, let's see here. Tim Watley wants the all time Mississippi State baseball team. That's a full show, man. Oh, wow. That's, I, I, there's no way we could do that as a rumblings question. We'll have to do that like that's during a, the summer. That's a, yeah, that's a summer type thing. So he did not become a dentist for the jokes. He became a dentist for the gas. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Still getting through the, uh, the, the uh, Rikia Jackson stuff here. Reed Green, if future Brian could make one bold prediction about this upcoming baseball season, what would it be? Future Robbie's going to get on this too. What's your bold prediction for this team? For the baseball team? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if I have a, a real bold prediction. I have one. I, I mean, okay, go ahead. They're going to repeat as national champions. You think that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, that's my bold prediction. Oh, okay. All right. You don't have one? Not really. Okay, then. I'm going to chicken out on this one. If you had a credit card with $10,000 on it, what trip would you take? What would you look most to doing? And is there any unique souvenir you would buy? I would go on like an um, all-inclusive trip. That's a good call. On a private jet. Okay. 
Uh, I don't want to fly commercial if I have that kind of money. I don't want to deal with all that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as a souvenir, I don't know. So, like, souvenir is the, qu- the part of the question I, I can't, I don't know. But I'm going to Vegas. And you're going to put some of that 10000 on a blackjack table. Poker. We're going to play poker. Okay. Uh, Texas Hold'em. Oh, yeah. And we're going to go, uh, we're going to you know, stay in a nice room, maybe at the win or something like that, and, uh, you know, live it up for a, for a few days. Okay. That's where I'm going. I'm going to eat good. It might, my souvenir might be some of the receipts from the meals that I eat. Because, <laughs> I mean, well, you know what I think of as like a souvenir, you know? So, uh, let's see here. <coughs> now we've got some, uh, I, I love fans. Like, recruits are seeing these comments y'all are making about Rakia Jackson. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. That you're making? I didn't make any comments about her. So, yeah. And then another person's going off on Vic. I'm like, quit blaming Nikki. Y'all didn't give her a chance. Like, oh, I'm going to oh, Oh, I'm going to blame Nikki. That whole situation just set off everyone. 901 Stark Dog, do you think Jeff Simmons re-signs with the Titans? Do you think his next contract is over $100 million? It'll be close. Be close to $100. Like 80-something million, probably. I think the the Titans would be fools to let him go. Yeah, there are very few defensive tackles that can just wreck a game like him. You know, Aaron Donald's one. uh, Chris Jones can do it. A guy that can just absolutely wreck a game. There's very few guys that can do it at that level. Um, so he's going to get paid for that. And, yeah. you know, to a certain extent, Fletcher Cox has kind of pulled back from his usual dominance, but he was he was a lot like that too. And he was, I think, the highest paid defensive tackle maybe in the league or something a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, he was, yeah. So, yeah, he's going to get paid. He's gonna get There's paid no a lot, doubt yeah. about it. Um, like I said, I think he will still be a Titan as well. How great was this weekend's slate of games? Nearly every team with a former MSU player lost. How bad would that have been? Yeah, the Chiefs kind of saved that for Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, but I, mean, I said it on yesterday on Sports Talk, and I, I, I hate to be a victim of recency bias because I don't know for sure, but I want to see your, your response if you don't think that last weekend was the greatest weekend in NFL history. I want to know what the games you're talking about are. Yeah, I just don't. I don't remember games as much to make that kind of claim, but it it's got to be up there. I mean, every single game was like a last second field goal, last uh, overtime walk off touchdown. It, it was pretty nuts. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, all three, uh, every, all four games ended on the last play of the game. Somebody posted something. Three of the games. They had they kicked the game winning field goal with four seconds left. Yeah, or game time field right. goal, and then you had the touchdown in the overtime. So, which has brought out the conspiracy theorists that, that the NFL's rigged. Of, well, whatever. I was about to go with the NFL's rigged whenever the uh, Buccaneers came back until what happened in the last drive. Right, that kind of changed my opinion. Uh, Alexandra Watson asks if you could punch yourself in the face. If you punch yourself in the face and it hurts, are you weak or are you strong? I think anybody who gets punched in the face. I mean, if you punch Mike Tyson in the face, it hurts Mike Tyson. Especially with, like, bare knuckles. Right. So it, I think you're strong. If you hit somebody in the face and it doesn't hurt, you're weak. So if it hurts, you're strong. Yeah. I think. I think that's right. Everybody feels pain. If you don't everybody feel pain. Everybody hurts. If you don't feel pain, then something's wrong with the nerves in your body. Right. Right. Your brain. Right. 
Also from Alexandra, what sound would be the most terrifying if you could hear it? Uh, I, if the, if you had like a a lion's roar behind so, you or something. I saw a video, maybe it was a TikTok, of a, somebody, there was a cougar in the distance. That is a terrifying That's sound. a very scary sound. The ans- The real answer is, it feels, and I hate saying it, but like, the sound of your own children in distress. Yes. Like, if you could hear your children going like, Daddy, Daddy, help me. That's the sound you don't want to hear ever. But, like, in terms of just regular sounds, yeah, any kind of, like, big cat or a bear in your vicinity, but you can't see it and you don't have a weapon or anything. Yeah. It's probably the correct answer. Agree. Kurt wants us to grade John Cohen's job since 2016. Well, A, a through F, what do you give him? Uh, Probably a C. Yeah. C plus. I, mean, I, f- I feel like people are much more harsh on John than, than he deserves. There's certain things that I feel like is completely justified – and you know the first hires that he made have have not worked out, but I don't blame him for the Andy Canizero thing. Um, and I I thought that Joe Moorhead and Nikki McRae Pinson both made a lot of sense when when he hired them initially. But he he nailed it with Chris Lamonis. Right. He nailed it with Julie Darty Dennis. I feel like he did a really good job with um, the the women's golf coach and the men's golf coach as well um i guess tennis coach has been here before him i'm trying to think you know ben howland's before him so i don't really blame him for ben howland and i I think he's going to be tied to michael each though i mean that's the that's a big time job and that is um his hire his second one so i mean i i would probably give him a c and it's really offset by the fact that they've won a national championship and he absolutely nailed the baseball hire, so um, uh, there. But there's a lot of things that I see him blamed for. And I'm not toting water for him or anything like that. But there are some things that that people blame him for. That's just not his fault. Yeah. And it's just people being ignorant to. He's just he had. I, <clears throat> I don't know if it's bad luck or or what. How you want to put it? But you know, like you said, on paper, Moorhead and McCray Penson were good hires. It just didn't work out. Yeah. But unfortunately, when you're the athletic writer, you take the blame for those things. Yeah. So, Also, from Kurt, he had his first chicken fried steak in southern Texas this past week. Really? It was great. Are you a fan? I love chicken fried steak. Yeah, very good. That said, uh, I am a brown gravy on chicken fried steak, not a white gravy kind of guy. Um, same way. Robbie, you, you I don't really like... such good friends. Okay. The, only, the only white gravy I like is the white gravy with sausage in it that goes on biscuits. That, right, I, I'm not a big... biscuits and gravy with sausage. Yes, but like sawmill gravy, the white. Not a huge fan. Mm-mm. Not a huge fan. Especially like the one they put it on mashed potatoes. No, no brown gravy on mashed potatoes. Yeah. Trotter Flynn asks, "What is the best use for an enclosed garage at your house? To park your vehicle, storage, or something else?" Vehicle. Yeah, I you got can, a two car garage. Can, can I can't stand for um, you know like stuff to be in it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to have my cars inside. I agree. Hunter Manis, should the NFL change their off their I'm sorry their overtime policy? I was going to say offensive tackle. It's at OT, at least for the playoffs. So a stat that yesterday that won, those who won the coin toss were ten and one, seven and eight of them scored on the first possession. The only losing team was the Saints. Oof. Well then, 
I, we should obviously change this policy. Was that uh, against the uh, – who was that against, the Vikings or the uh, Rams? Was it the Rams? Maybe the Rams, right? Was that the pass interference? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Or what, the, what, didn't y'all play the Vikings? Yeah, but that was that, they lost in regulation for that one. Oh, okay. So. All right. Uh, yeah, but yeah. They, yes, they, they, they should change it. Yes. They need to change the overtime rules. Talked a little bit about that yesterday, yeah. Uh, Zachary Cooey asks, what's your favorite Royal Rumble? Your favorite Royal Rumble moment and your favorite Royal Rumble surprise entry or return. The Royal Rumble is this Saturday. Um, what's your favorite Royal 98, Rumble? 98. Is it 98 or 99? 98. What, 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 the no chance in hell. That's ninety eight. Ninety eight. That's my favorite yeah. one. Okay. Um, favorite moment. Favorite moment. Gosh, Edge's return two Edge's, years ago. Edge's return was, was awesome. Really, really good. That's probably the greatest return. Yeah. Um, but surprise that's, that's entry. a moment too. You know? Yeah. Like when I think about the surprise entry, I think about like like the gimmick guys. You know that. Yeah. They're not coming back for big for a whole you know whole run. They're just coming back for to have fun in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like I remember when Diesel came back. Yeah. yeah. That was that's that was really cool. But yeah. yeah. Um, Cena coming back in oh god what year was that where he was the thirtieth guy and nobody that was nobody in, expected him that was in uh, Massa Square, Square Garden yeah. Um, you know, Ric Flair going the distance was awesome. That's, a, that's, that's my favorite Royal Rumble, 92. 92, that was really good. Yeah. Um, when, but when Vince blew out his both quads, that was amazing. That's yeah, Batista Cena, yeah. Just cussing him out while he's sitting in the corner. He's sitting in the corner, he couldn't do anything. I mean, like, what a <laughs> what a terrible situation. So, but what, yeah, and then, um, you know, one, one of the one of the, I think I mentioned it last week, when Shawn Michaels got thrown over the top by British Bulldog and was holding onto the top rope, yeah. we had never seen that before. Yeah, um, and that's when the rules first started to really Shawn be breaking down when he got eliminated because he wanted to challenge the Undertaker. Yeah, and he, he went back in and started taking people out. He threw out Triple H and like that. an underrated moment: Maven eliminating Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah, always I read the drop kick. That, I read something that Maven was drunk when he did that. Like he came to the thing, he showed up drunk. Wow. Like, gosh. And Undertaker just absolutely destroying him across you know the arena. Th- started throwing him into the yeah. popcorn and everything. You know, it's a funny one. It's probably maybe, like, shouldn't be funny. But Benoit, Guerrero, and Hardcore Holly destroying Daniel Pewter. Yes. It's just... Pewter! Pewter! Like, I mean, they just killed that poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question today. I just realized we didn't do our, our ad, so we'll, let's just do it real quick. Let's talk about uh, Mrs. the Mississippi Beef Council. Remind you guys that when you're looking for a great dinner, beef is always a great choice. You've got steaks, burgers, roasts. If you want to get some... some, Yes, I'm sorry. I touched oh. your foot there. Yeah, that I'm was sorry. weird. Uh, tri-tip, picanha, brisket. I mean, there's just so many great options with beef. And, they, and there's so many different ways to cook them. When you're looking for recipes, can't go any better than going to msbeef.org and finding one there. And remember, not only are you treating your family when you get beef... But you're also tr- helping out 15,000 of your fellow Mississippians, our beef farmers, here in this state. So check it out, msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find smoked southern soul food. So good every time you go. Smoked wings, barbecue nachos, great burgers and sandwiches, and a lot more than just barbecue on the menu when you head to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. So next time you're in Starkville, you know you want to go there, make sure you put a trip on the itinerary to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. 
in the heart of the Cotton District. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems, they can't make it any easier than they do. They offer great products and great services. Well, lots of businesses do that. Well, not every business offers such a comprehensive list of products, everything your business needs, copiers, printers, computers, software, information, and mailing systems. They have it all. And then not a lot of businesses don't offer the kind of service that they give you at Advantage Business Systems. No call centers, no 1-800 number, just a local phone number and a local Mississippian who's going to help you fix your problems that very day. Call them today and put them to work for you. Find out how they've stayed in business for 47 years. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, last question. Bigger pro- from the gingerbread man who wants to know, bigger program killer Rick Ray or Nikki McRae Penson? That's a tough question. I hate to just completely blame something on one person because I feel like both of both of um, those programs had other things going on and other people that I feel like contributed. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, State was a was an NIT team when Rick Stansberry left, and mm-hmm. that team fell apart right. when when Rick Ray mm-hmm. came in. Right. So this happened, uh, you know, after the fact for Nikki McRae Pinson, and it's gotten significantly worse. I mean, I really I hate to like I said I hate to blame her for all of the issues because mm-hmm. I don't believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's McRae Pinson, but I, because what I you feel said. like this is a much worse situation. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I mean she deserves a lot of criticism for this, um, and uh, she's not being left off the hook. But there's a lot of things going on. There, that people, there are a lot of moving pieces. People don't know a lot of things. I agree. I agree. They they just look at things on the surface, and people don't know a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And, I, I don't disagree with you. But what I'm going to say is what you should have said. Rick Ray did not inherit a great team. Nikki McRae Penson inherited a team that was good enough. On paper, on paper, on paper, yes. To be a elite eight, six week, sixteen kind of team, they shouldn't have been as bad as they were. Nowhere close. But I, I don't think that they were as good as people thought that they were. Rick Ray either. was given a bad situation and was just unable to elevate it. Right. Nikki McRae was given a good situation and tanked it. Yes. I, that's I got to go, McRae Pence. So, last question. Assuming they all throw. That strikes, was the last question. Well, this is the last questions. I'm sorry. Okay. Assuming they all throw strikes, rank these arms in terms of pure talent. Sims, Stinnett, Hunt, and Fristo. Um, I feel like it's Sims. It's Sims. Stinnett is close. Stinnett has a lot of arm talent. Yeah, he But he's does. got to be able to throw strikes. Yeah. I haven't really seen enough of Casey Hunt to make a judgment on him. He's got some electric stuff. He does. And then a Fristo, I think, can be a good pitcher. I don't know that he's an elite arm, though. Yeah. I think... I, like, Fristo is going to be like, I think his ceiling, and look, this would be a really good ceiling for Mississippi State, but to be like an Austin Sexton type of just reliable, you know, kind of starter that you can, you know, you, you know, you could go out there on Saturday and get five or six innings out of him and he's going to pitch well. But I'm not saying he's the kind of guy who can go seven innings and strike out 16 guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. That, they need Fristo to really step up. This they year. do. They do. They need him to be a good player for him. So we'll see. All right, tomorrow's show, we'll let you know. We'll recap the uh, Mississippi State. I'll say this. We'll set this up right now. If State beats Kentucky Tuesday night, you're going to hear from future Brian on this show. He'll be a, he'll be talking after I do. But if they don't, we'll talk about it on, on uh, Thursday. 
Uh, we'll talk a little more football. We'll talk a little baseball. We'll talk a little bit of everything. I set up an interview with Teddy Cahill from Baseball America, so we'll have that on the show as well. Until then, guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.